0: This is
1: the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Maynard.
2: Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy.
1: Divisional week, man. We got the commanders taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in this one. The Eagles are favored at minus nine points. The over under sitting at 44. Pretty much, relatively, especially fantasy wise, no injury report really to talk about. Logan Thomas still suffering from percussion, but I doubt you're playing Logan Thomas anyway. We love Hertz. Good for him. We love the Eagles' defense because Sam Howell sucks. Uh, what about Brian Robinson though? Because he's been a story this year. He he's been a top ten running back so far. Chris, uh, yeah, twenty three. 2023. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Chase, help me out with this one. Uh, I got him at twenty seven. ECR's got him at twenty one. Last week, because of the negative game script, he's out snapped by Antonio Gibson, who did absolutely nothing, by the way. And the Eagles have allowed the fewest fantasy points to running backs right now. So are you going to have Brian Robinson as a must start in your top 24 or no?
3: Uh, I've got him in my top 24, but just barely. I've got him at 22. So a little bit lower than ECR, but a little higher than you do. Um, He's he's been good this year. I mean, he's what running back eight on the season. And he's, he's had a great season. It's not a great matchup, which is why I have him down in low RB two territory this week. Um, if you've got him, you probably drafted him more as a, as a low running back two or, or a flex option anyway. So he's going to give you, I mean, in this matchup, I've got him giving you exactly what you drafted him for. I don't have a problem putting him in your lineup this week. I just temper your expectations. If you've been thrilled to have a top 10 running back out of him this season, you're probably not getting at that this week. I'm not worried about anything Antonio Gibson's doing because he hasn't really necessarily done anything, uh, even with the opportunities that he's gotten this year. So yeah, I'm, I'm still okay with Brian Robinson. It's just, yeah, I've got him way lower than, than what he's performed so far. Temper your expectations this week.
1: Yeah. Uh, Antonio Gibson, by the way,
2: prepare to be flushed.
1: See ya. Uh, DeAndre Swift, he is my RB20. A little lower ECR, but still we both got him in RB2s right now. Chris, we finally got to see Swift with Kenneth Gainwell. It basically broke down to a 55-45 split. A large portion of Gainwell's touches came when the Eagles had the game well in hand in the second half. So how do you see us moving forward? Is Swift ready to just take over?
0: Yes. I think you're extremely low on him this week. I love Swift. I I have Swift, and anything I can have Swift in right now, I'm playing that. The Eagle line is playing superb. They're blowing holes wide open for him with his speed, and they haven't even involved him in the passing attack yet. I love DeAndre Swift. He's definitely a guy that people know like to sell high on people. To me, DeAndre Swift, if you can buy DeAndre Swift, still get your hands on him.
1: Yeah, I gotta, I could, I could easily make the case for him meeting in sixteen. I have Sanders, James Cook, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, Javante Williams right there in front of him. But I, I, I put him in the same tier group of guys anyway. Regardless, he's in your lineup as an RB two. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell still a high end handcuff though, because we know Swift has a tendency not to stay healthy, and this is a two man thing. Uh, Rashad Penny's clearly not a thing on this team. Maybe Boston Scott's a little bit, but I definitely think Kenneth Gainwell. Something would have happened to Swift. Is a one for one handcuff. Does anybody disagree with
0: that? I think he was a good handcuff. I, I was going to say real quick, we watched this Buffalo team run right down Washington's throat last week. So I think there's a good beat setup for Swift as well. Yeah,
1: yep, I like that too. That's true. Uh, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, fire him up. Could both be wide receiver ones. The very least you got them in your starting lineup. Do you want to talk about uh, Terry McLaurin here? Adam, help me out. I got him at wide receiver 37. ECR's got him at 32. I don't want to start commander receivers, especially against good defenses, because, again, I don't trust Sam Howell to actually get the ball out to him. And McLaurin has been the better receiver and still only getting an 18% team target share. has been wide receiver 46 so far. Uh, Sam Howell is doing exactly what I feared for these two guys, and he's just killing their value. Where do you see this going?
2: I think that there's room for it to improve, but I don't think that those strides of improvement are going to happen against this Philadelphia Eagles defense. Um, yeah, I, I look, I think expectations for McLaurin with that injury should have been very low coming into the season. Regardless, there wasn't any world in my head, at least, where he started off strong. Um, so, did part of it could be howell and i i well a part of it is howell right he's a big part the quarterback's a big part um but part of it i, I think was week one and week two I, I don't really think we got a full mclaurin game really um i think we got 80 to you know whatever percent of mclaurin um so i i have high hopes for him throughout the season to at least you know be playable but right now i yeah i think he's right out of it to where you know, maybe if you're a little weak, he's a flex consideration, but otherwise you're definitely not putting him into wide receiver spots.
0: Real yeah. quick,
2: Dan, part of the problem for his is, is the routes
0: that he runs. They can't pass protect in Washington right now, and that's the same how it can't get the ball more than 10 yards down the field. Terry McCorn's not a guy who going to catch a bunch of screens and make people miss. He's a guy that kind of lives off that mid-range that's deep down the field, so I think that's a big part of what you're seeing as well.
1: You mean Eric Bieniemy's not an offensive guru like Andy Reid was? Oh, wow, sure.
0: that's, well, that's that's a side topic.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> complete complete shocker. Well, let me let me ask you a quick question. Uh, Chase will get you in on this because the only one who doesn't talk on this subject. Uh, do we see Joe Kobe Percet sometime this season
3: or no? Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's got to happen. This team isn't necessarily going anywhere right now unless we see some big improvement from Sam Howell in terms of how he runs the, the the passing game. Uh, yeah. I mean, we know that Jacoby Brissett is one of, if not the most capable backup in the league in terms of, I mean, he's just, he's a steadying, calming influence. Look what he did in Cleveland. Uh, look what he did in Indianapolis. The the guy just comes in and he's a professional and he kind of just kind of calms the waters whenever he comes in. And, uh, if we were to see Jacoby Brissett, I think that would be a major positive for both Jahan Dotson and and Terry McLaurin, because I just think that Jacoby Brissett is the epitome of a professional quarterback, professional football player. Um, that being said, I mean, you know, I'm not running the show down there with Riverboat Ron and, and Eric Biennemi trying to prove himself to the world. So,
2: yeah, I, speaking uh, of Ron, he could very easily be coaching for his job by the second half of the season. I think that could be why I think we see Brissett.
1: Yep. yep,
0: 100%. They started agree. off 2-0, and which is not what they really are, and they're going to lose three or four in a row, Then it's going to be like, oh, shit, what do we
2: do now?
3: New ownership group, a <laughs> lot of excitement around that franchise right now. They need to match that intensity, and, yeah, I think you're correct there. I think it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out.
1: It's as sure of a bet as it is that we're going to see Trevor Simeon start for the Jets. Oh, we still got to talk about that. Uh, Dallas Goddard top 10 tight end this week as well. Uh, so now with that, we can move on to our next.